Welcome to the podcast Life of Emerald. We all have mental and physical health. You know they go both hand in hand. They are connected. But have we as society stigmatized mental health to our detriment? Let's talk about it. You're listening to the podcast Life of Emerald. I'm your host, Kate. We're a spiritual organization empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to the universal truth grounded in oneness with creation based on love, peace, harmony. Be true to yourself. We balance the science and spirituality, modern innovation, ancient wisdom. Shall we normalize mental health in 2022? This is a global movement. Make mental health normal again. Our honorable guest today is Diana Divine. Diana is a metaphysician, Reiki master, sacred ceremonialist, shamanic dance teacher, and transformation coach. She applies Jungian process work, dance, breath work, sound, light language, toning, and other multidimensional practices in her facilitation of the heart expansion, calibration, and ascending emergence. She is a co-founder of Love Ripple, a transformation and ascension academy with her husband and twin flame, with its mission to activate the heart of humanity to promote peace, harmony, and a shift in global consciousness. She has taught ecstatic dance and cosmic shamanic workshops for over 10 years in New York City, Guatemala, and at festivals such as Burning Man. Diana is currently working on launching Source Language Institute in spring 2022 to help others to help open to your soul and heart expression, light language, and more. Wow. <laughs> I'm proud to introduce and interview Diana. Welcome. Hi, Kate. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure. Well, let's get started. Diana. What is your view on mental health in general? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I've been thinking a lot about it because <laughs> it has so many different connotations. I mean, in general, mental health for me is just that balance between emotional, psychological, social well-being. And it basically affects how we feel, how we think, how we act. And uh, there is this uh, branch of philosophy called ontology, not to be confused with oncology. <laughs> um, and it is, um, we can Google it up, ontology, and um, it's a branch of uh, metaphysics dealing with the nature of being. So who we really are, how uh, we express ourselves in the world, how are we connecting to our inner selves, our inner guidance, our higher self. There's a lot of, you know, uh, spiritual concepts, but they're really psychological concepts as well. There's just different terminology. And uh, at the end of the day, it's really that having that type of relationship with yourself, um, with how you love yourself and how you relate to yourself, and then from that place, how you relate to others. So ontology is really exciting for me because um, it relates to expansion of consciousness. It relates to how we perceive things, how we are aware of things, and different uh, layers of reality, so to speak, of what we know, what we can scientifically prove, and and then what we can, um, you know, experience a more subtle level. Because the subtle is very subtle sometimes for some, but as you start opening up for it, um, there's just magic in all of it. 
Excellent. You mentioned about our reality or the way we feel reflects on the reality. And so therefore it's imperative that in my belief, we love ourselves first. And then once from this space, when we love ourselves, we can love other people. Would you say that that's true? Absolutely. Um, often enough, what I'm seeing is that people tend to give themselves away. And when I say give themselves is that they, you know, I see this a lot even in spiritual circles where people tend to do a lot of service work. And then when they do service work, they just always in the process of giving and in uh, out, outward reflection, but not really looking inward um, and not really processing perhaps some emotional traumas, whatever they need to look at, like the, the different shadows of ourselves and integration um, that needs to happen within as well. So, you know, with that said, um, I, I feel it's it's almost like having this the self-love component is the most important component to move it forward in, in, in evolution of self. Because how can you give from an empty cup, right? It's if the cup is empty and you haven't filled it with your own unconditional love for self, and then you go and give and give and give, um, you end up being totally um, you know drained there's, there's nothing really there so and then i always say like, it's imperative to accept the self and 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 do the work on yourself first um and and then kind of step into service with for others and it could be a balancing act it's not one-to-one -one, but it I, I completely agree that it's it's step one <laughs> um and after you do that um then often in kind of the process of evolution, your consciousness, um, then you start looking at reality differently in a way that it's not separation anymore. And then you start understanding that there's some things you have to let go of. There are perhaps some things that were not serving you um, on your path. And, and in my own journey, sometimes those were old friends and, and relationship you know, at the time I thought it was serving me, but we're not. Um, even some materialistic things, um, some illusions of how life needs to be, you know, that conditioning, the, the Hollywood stories of, of that, that, that perfection. Um, and so the letting go process, so first self-love and then it letting go process um, of, of all these disillusions of all the disillusionment is, is really important in, in mental health and evolution as a spiritual being, right? Because we spiritual beings have any physical experience, <laughs> not the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You briefly touched on the Jungian process work, the shadow work. And I'm also an advocate for self-love, absolutely pouring from the cup field when we do that, there's an impact. Diana, our second, second question is, about your personal story pertaining to mental health, which has shaped your life view today. Do you have a brief story about your experience of mental health and how it shaped your life view? Yeah, my, uh, my story is more related to uh, my body. Um, and uh, it was interesting time. Um, this is about 11 years ago. I just moved to New York City. I was, you know, in my early 30s, really excited about new beginning, um, new everything. Life just completely changed for me and 
brought me to New York City. And that first year was um, really exciting on many levels um, as I was exploring, I started yoga teacher training and, and dance training and, and doing a lot of fun things, living at Health Kitchen right by Times Square. And, but yet my body had deeper messages for me. And um, at yoga teacher training, we were just learning about anatomy of the body and um, sciatica was one of them. And sciatica, those who don't know, is kind of a pinched nerve um, that travels uh, in one of your, uh, down to your, one of your feet. And so, and that's what happened to me. I was wearing heels. I, I got sciatica in the middle of the night. I had some already, you know, back problems and it slowed me down. I couldn't walk as much. I was limping through the city uh, for months and really kind of started to give up on some of my dreams and hopes. I was hoping to travel, um, you know, going on the kind of long journey to travel. And I started kind of giving up on a lot of it. I wasn't trusting my body anymore. But that process was actually a really incredible one. I call it turtle medicine. And the turtle medicine is really that connection with your body because your body, you know, stores so much information. It has such vast amount of, you know, emotions that are kind of within your fascia, within, you know, your blueprint, your energetic blueprint. And you just really start to listen um, to the messages and this turtle medicine that slows you down, there's, you know, there's a nugget of wisdom there. And for me, I needed to slow down, um, you know, so learning how to walk through Times Square and just not run like all the tourists, but just stand there. And as all the chaos was happening around me, I was just in stillness. And so as I was learning stillness, that physical stillness also um, shifted into like inner stillness. So no matter what the storm would be, I, I could just slow down. I didn't need to run. I didn't need to necessarily always explore um, in, in, in a rush type of way. So yeah, the body was really amazing. Um, amazing teacher and I you know had some other issues and uh, later in my life with knees but eventually when I was able to integrate my mind body uh, emotion complex all, all those things came together um, I was doing a network spinal analysis which is a really beautiful modali modality it's a chiropractic modality with gentle touch and that helped me a lot to you know integrate all of that together and i have to say i'm pain-free uh for seven years already which is wow. incredible I, I used to have these episodes for months and my whole body would get twisted and not anymore and i think a lot of it has to do with my inner stillness and my body is now calibrated um so to it so i think a lot of it is frequency a lot of it is our inner in the inner world that when that stillness is there it also kind of becomes friends with your body with this you know with this avatar body with this uh, suit that we in and we appreciate it for what it gives us and and we start to listen mm -hmm. so that's that's my story mm -hmm. so your journey has been one of becoming friends with your body from having a functioning body and then with the pinched nerve started defunctioning and then becoming functioning again the, the hero's journey of building rapport with the body 
completely connected with the mental health. Wow. And would you say you're happy today and in the present moment? Would you be? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 I'm doing you know I'm doing a lot of uh, uh, QHHC, which is quantum healing regression work on people. And what I'm finding is that uh, whether you you know. Or you can do that through plant medicine work as well. Any type of healing that I do with people, often when we go into the emotional body, the physical diseases, because <laughs> it's lack of ease, that are manifested um, in their reality, they all have to do with like a deeper um, transformation that needs to happen. So, and I think in one of the earlier podcasts, I've heard someone say that, like, I think Karina mentioned that, that all the diseases um, first start in this more fluid dream state, um, which is more in this, you know, the subtle energetics. And then they, the physical reality, this density is the last manifestation. And I truly believe that. And I haven't gone through that process myself and then peeling those layers within me, that's when my body calibrated and said, yeah, now now you remove those blocks, you integrated the shadows, you needed to look where you know you didn't want to look or for whatever reason you didn't pay attention. And that physical manifestation, um, whatever it might be, there's always deeper core to it. Um, and it's and I'm just witnessing mm -hmm. uh, all my clients through their journeys with it and how it manifests. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with mental health, like, I, for instance, say, you know, someone in maybe past life um, drowned and now they're afraid of swimming in this lifetime. I mean, the, the type of phobias, anxieties, and things that are within our fields can be like way beyond comprehension sometimes from this lifetime obviously we we'll start from this childhood um you know it's always one of the parents <laughs> and our understanding of love like not getting enough love um can but then sometimes it's beyond that sometimes it's past lives it's, it's our our inner connection yeah 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 well do you have a go-to strategy for calming your mind instantly Instantly, yeah, the, my strategy usually is to go to a happy memory. So if you just start breathing into your heart space and you can put your hands on your heart and kind of pressing on it and just inhaling and exhaling out and just think of a happy memory, something happened to you in the last 24 hours or maybe all the way to your childhood. And when you think of that memory, actually feel the memory as though it's happening right now. And then you just breathe into the heart space, imagine it like a sun glowing, a beautiful golden light. And, and then you just keep on breathing and you expand in that light through your whole body and kind of engulfing yourself in this beautiful golden light. Yeah, it's just really calming, but just having your hands on your heart space in general is just very calming for any type of anxiety you have. But just the breath work into the heart space, it takes you out of the mind and brings you into the heart. And I, everything I do is about heart expansion and working with the heart. Wow, Diana, this is really working well for my heart. And I'm beaming <laughs> because I recall the memory that made me really happy. Thank you for this. <laughs> yeah, the key there is not to think, 
the mm-hmm. thinking is finished that's more the framework but then to start feeling it feeling the joy of that memory right mm-hmm. feeling as though it's happening in this moment and through that recall then it becomes you, you kind of you shift you shift uh, we can shift and that's what ontology is about we can shift our states of consciousness it's a choice and we can do it in a second and we sometimes wake up in the morning and we really groggy we kind of i call that a, a low state or state when you're like in the swamp and sometimes in the swamps there are a lot of monsters and it's perfect but if you want to take yourself out of that state into more high state and like being on the mountain that's how you do it mm-hmm. you go you breathe into your heart and and that's um very fast <laughs> cool, cool, cool. and before we go how do our audience get in touch with you diana sure yeah i have a website like ripple.org um also clubhouse i uh, host a club called soul communication you can also find me on instagram love ripple academy so um yeah just look up love ripple and that's usually me it's a pleasure meeting you and getting to the root of the mental health challenges that emanates from the spiritual health spiritual realm i really appreciate this wisdom Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Kate. Thank you for joining us today, empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to what's normal. I appreciate your presence. This is an episode series, Make Mental Health Normal Again with Life of Emerald, advocating for listeners like you. For more information, subscribe to our community Instagram page at lifeofemerald underscore Finally, find us on LinkedIn at Life of Emerald. Till next time, take care.